Children who need operations in Wellington and the Lower North Island will continue to rely on out-of-town surgeons flying in for another two years. Specialists say the collapse of the paediatric surgery services in Wellington is symptomatic of wider problems in the health system, with some arguing the barriers for overseas-trained doctors are too high. Ruth Hill reports. When Wellington's new $110 million children's hospital, Te Nui, opened in September, it was already down to one paediatric surgeon on staff instead of four. Professor Spencer Beasley and his team from Christchurch Hospital, with backup from Waikato surgeons on the weekends, have flown the equivalent of two and a half times around the globe since April to ensure kids in Wellington get this critical service. It has consequences for our families as well. Most of the surgeons here have school-aged children. We're often away from home two or three days at a time. Uh, It's not always to Wellington. Yesterday, for example, I was in Masterton. Three new surgeons recruited from overseas are set to start in July 2023, November 2023 and in 2024, although one arrives in February for four months before finishing training overseas. Professor Beasley says the situation has shown there are too many barriers for overseas trained specialists to get registered in New Zealand. We've had a number of potential opportunities getting overseas people to fill these gaps, but under the current regulations that has been difficult to achieve. And I suspect this is something that is going to have to be looked at in some detail. Paediatric surgery is the smallest specialty in New Zealand, with fewer than 20 full-time equivalent surgeons working in just four centres. Starship Hospital surgeon Neil Price, who leads the Paediatric Surgical Training Committee for the Royal Australasian College of Surgeons, says it's a critical national service that's been left to four district health boards to provide as they see fit. There's just been this whole series of ad hoc historical arrangements of what's provided to what district health board by whom. So so the delivery of care has been hampered by that fragmented system. Wellington's problems have reduced New Zealand's ability to train paediatric surgeons, but Neil Price reckons the registration process for overseas trained doctors is fair, and he's not convinced that a fast-track process would solve problems in the long run. It may only create bigger ones if you hurry someone into a position without reasonable level of scrutiny of their suitability for that position. Any change to the Medical Council's requirements would require a law change. The head of the Association for Salaried Medical Specialists, Sarah Dalton, says the biggest frustration for most overseas trained doctors isn't getting their qualifications recognised, but dealing with immigration. She says Wellington's woes are a warning to others. It's an example of failure to succession plan and a culture across our system that has made a virtue of slightly understaffing rather than looking ahead, looking around the corner, realising that for specialists in particular, recruitment, even when someone said yes, can take up to 12 or even 24 months to get people in post and working. In a statement, the Medical Council says it's aware of the pressure on health services. It says it has some of the most flexible and permissive pathways in the Western world for international medical graduates to gain registration and is constantly reviewing its pathways to registration to ensure they don't pose any unnecessary barriers.